This podcast is brought to you in part by The Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Welcome to another episode of the New England Society of Geeks podcast. I am your host, Derek, and this is a little something I like to call the, the Review, Review Roundup. Roundup. And uh, basically, I'm going to take a look at a few things that I have uh, kind of watched over the last few weeks or so and kind of give you a quick little uh, review on each thing and in this episode i will have three things i will be giving you a review of and that will be of course the bill and ted face the music movie that came out um in theaters and on vod and then i will talk a little bit about the cobra kai series that has recently come to netflix um that originally came out on youtube and then finally i will talk about the boys the animated uh, animated excuse me not animated the live action series based on the comic book the boys that is on amazon prime so without further ado let's get started with bill and ted face the music now bill and ted um i have been Big fans of the Bill and Ted franchise since the beginning, way back in what was it, 1980? Some long time ago. Um, when Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure first came out, I remember seeing it in the theaters and instantly loving it and loving the goofballs Bill and Ted, played by Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter, played perfectly by them, I should say. Um, and of course, you know, I enjoyed Bogus Journey a lot. <laughs> I love, I love the character of Death. Probably the best part of the entire film, in my humble opinion. And uh, so, I don't, I can't, I can't say for sure if I ever craved a sequel. And probably, I never really expected there to be a sequel especially some, what, 30-odd years later. But suffice it to say that when I found out that they were doing a sequel, I've been closely watching the news about it, and you've probably heard me talk about it perhaps on this show, perhaps on one of my other podcasts. Uh, I know I talked a lot about it with Chris, my co-host on Keepers of the Fringe, and I... I think I probably talked about it with Mike on Weeby Geeks as well. And it's definitely something I've been looking forward to since 
first hearing about it. And, uh, well, it finally came out, and I finally got to see it. And I have to say, um, overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I think it, it was a little weird. It was a little weird going back to see them now that we are all so much older. And, um, and yeah, it was just, I like how they handled it. With them, of course, being parents now and and their daughters being a big part of it and everything. Um, I very much enjoyed it. I I enjoyed the way they, the story they went through where Bill and Ted ha- still haven't created the, the song that would save the world and everything. And um, it was a good, a good, another good adventure on them trying to find out how to create the song and save the entire well, not just the world now, but all of existence. So, of course, right away you jump into it and you just feel like you're back in the Bill and Ted universe. And everything's great and fun and exciting. And, uh, yeah, it's it's just another fun adventure overall. That being said, there are, there are a couple of things about it. A couple of nitpicky things. There's nothing really bad about it, but there was a few nitpicks I had. Um, one being without spoiling anything, the way the movie ended up was a little predictable, but that's okay. Again, that's just a nitpick. Another nitpick is there was, there seemed to be kind of a subplot going on with the, um, the princesses, their wives, um, who were not happy with them. They, you know, they had, at one point we're taking them to see a marriage counselor and there was a whole thing where the 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 older princesses came back in time to see the current princesses to help them you know see what happens to them and then after that they made occasional cameos throughout the movie but really there was not a whole lot going on with that and it was it was a little i don't know it almost seemed a little pointless because they didn't get into it too much. So I don't know that I could have probably done. I could have either done without or would like to have seen more of. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was seeds for a, a future sequel. Who knows? But yeah, that that was a little uh, a little disappointing. Um, and one one thing, another small nitpick I had is. I kind of wish they had had more death in it. You know, death played by William Sadler was an amazing part of Bogus Journey. He was hilarious. He was awesome. I loved him. Um, And they added a new character who was this robot sent to kill Bill and Ted, whose name was Dennis McCoy, and played by uh, Anthony Kerrigan, who's, who's fantastic. He's amazing. He's an awesome actor. I love him. He was great in the film. But I felt like the character was kind of pointless because I felt like it was just shoehorned in there to have a new character that would end up taking over the role that Death played in Bogus Journey. But since you had Death, I think I would like to have seen more Death and less of Dennis McCoy. Um... Again, just a nitpicky. I, overall, I liked the character, but yeah, I don't. I don't feel. I feel like it was a shadow of death. <laughs> shadow of death. That's 
Sorry. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that, that was probably my, my only other real nitpicky. Um, oh, other than also kid Cuddy. Well, I, I'm, I'm old kids. I don't know who this kid Cuddy person is, but he seemed kind of pointless in the movie too. He just, it just seemed like he was just there to, to, I don't even know what he was there for to do. Like, I don't know exposition, but not exposition. Cause all he did was talk about time theories and all this and like, okay, he's supposed to be this smart guy, whatever, but he really didn't have anything to do with anything. He was kind of, I don't know. It felt like he might've been thrown in there just to say, Hey, look kids, we got this guy. I don't know. Maybe that's just me being an old fart. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, just again, just a few small nitpickies. The only really, it's not even a, I can't even say it's a nitpick or a bad thing, but the only thing that kind of was a little sad about the movie, I guess, is the fact that it made me miss George Carlin. Um, I love George Carlin. He was great, not just in the movie, but you know, in general, he was a great comedian. He was, he was, he was a great guy. Well, not that I knew him personally, but from what I know of him, I just, I really, I've always been a big admirer of George Carlin. So it was a little sad, a little sad reminder that he, he has left us. He is no longer a part of this world and, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, not to get, not to get sad there, but you know, I miss him. I missed him in when I was watching this movie. Of course, she had Kristen Shaw playing his daughter, and she did a great job. But yeah, I really miss George Carlin. Anyway, so with all that being said, um, Bill and Ted Face the Music is a good, a fun addition to the Bill and Ted franchise. Uh, not perfect, but you know, you could, you know, it's, you could probably find nitpicks about all the movies if you really want. I mean, I remember Bogus Journey at the time. I didn't love when I first saw it, but I do love it now. Um, but anyway, so with all that being said, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, I will give Bill and Ted Face the Music a solid 8. There you go. 8 out of 10. <clears throat> all right. So... Moving on to our next review. I have recently, um, so Cobra Kai recently came to Netflix as Netflix bought it from YouTube and it will be the, the third season will be coming to Netflix. Um, so I finally jumped on the Cobra Kai bandwagon after hearing how good it was, uh, from people especially my again my co-host on keepers of the fringe chris he watched it on youtube he loved it he said it was great so when it came to netflix i finally got the chance to watch it myself and uh i have to say um i wasn't sure just how much i would enjoy it um i knew i would enjoy it on some level going back to the karate kid and stuff but you know there's also the feeling that it could be some kind of cheesy um rehash of the karate kid or whatever but i have to say after watching both seasons i love this show cobra kai is it's amazing it takes what what was you know created in the karate kid movies and it just completely expands on it it does some amazing things it has 
it has so many layers to it. It does have a little bit of the cheesy 80 80ness to it in some ways, which is fun for nostalgia purposes, but it also has so much more. I mean, you take, you take, Johnny Lawrence, for example, and he was the quintessential 80s bad guy, and they opened him up in Cobra Kai, and he just he just has so many layers now to the point where you actually you kind of feel sympathetic for him during a lot of the series. There's still some parts where he's still kind of a jerk, and you're like, okay, there's the Johnny I remember. But through a lot of it, through a lot of it, it just you feel you feel for him. You start to really see his, you almost, there's some points where you get to see the Karate Kid movies from his point of view, and it's not what you would expect it to be. So it's really great on that level. You get to see he's kind of a broken middle-aged guy, and you get to see him kind of make a comeback, but you know, in a good, in, in, in a good way. And and he, he starts off by training this character, Miguel, who's, a you know, just a good kid who gets picked on a lot. And, you know, he goes, Miguel goes through this incredible arc, which character arc, which is just amazing. And, and even, even the karate kid himself, Daniel Russo, um, he comes off as, as more than just a one-dimensional character. He he. There's some parts where you think that he's kind of a bit of a jerk in a way, and then and then in other ways, you know, you're like, okay, well, I mean, this it's 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 Daniel son, so Daniel son, so of course, you know, he's he, you know, but in some ways, you realize you see how he's his um rivalry with johnny really kind of gets in the way sometimes and he becomes a bit of a jerk in some ways too not a complete jerk just in you know you know what i mean but anyway um i yeah just i really enjoyed the 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 show and i can't wait for season season three to come i don't usually binge watch shows um i like to watch them one episode at a time what you know on on my schedule but i i watched Cobra Kai, like in in a week, which is pretty good for me. Also, they're only half hour episodes, so it's pretty quick and easy. But yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, I highly recommend checking out Cobra Kai. And uh, if I got to give that a rating from one to ten, I'm going to give it a solid nine. It's definitely a nine. It's it's a great show. I'm very happy with it. I very much enjoyed it. And finally, that brings us to The Boys Season 2, which I've been waiting a long time for, and I'm very happy it's back. Um, Of course, they released three episodes on Labor Day weekend, which I, you know, I watched all through. And then they released, after that, they're releasing one episode a week on every Friday. And so... There is currently four episodes at the time of this recording. I have watched all four and I love it. I'm a big, I was a big fan of the comic book series written by Garth Ennis. It was an amazing series. It was a crazy series. It was just an over the top series that was so much fun to read. And the TV show, while it doesn't reach the, 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 exact craziness of the comic books because it can't because the comic was just so out there that they had to tone it down a little for the show which is understandable 
the show is still still really it's just amazing it's full of just great characters and it just uh it just really gives you a whole different view on superheroes and what they might actually be like in in real life and it's just uh it's such a great show season two has this just diabolical as main character billy butcher put it uh a diabolical scene with a whale which you might have seen that's one of the things i'm kind of a little disappointed about they kind of spoiled this the whole whale scene um so you might know what i'm talking about if you haven't seen it yet but uh yeah that was it's uh just the whole show is just crazy and amazing and just insane and a little frightening in some ways to think of what these people would actually be like. Um, and sure, there's some things they had to change for the comic from the comic for the show. Of course, uh, one of the main characters, Huey in the comic, he was drawn to look like Simon Pegg, but in the show, they couldn't make him Simon Pegg because of, um, well, mostly age issues. I guess Simon Pegg's a little older now. Simon Pegg did play Huey's father in the show. That's the, you know, that's what I'm talking about here. But anyway, sorry, don't mean to ramble. But uh, yeah, it's just, so there's some changes they had to make, but it's nothing that deters from the show. Uh, I feel like the changes they have made have been good for the show, and I'm very happy with the whole show, the whole show as a whole. Um, and there's some other interesting changes I can't get into because it would spoil too much, but yeah, let, I, let's just say the motivations of the leader of the boys, Billy Butcher, they changed for the show and I think they really did a good job with it. Um, I'm very, I'm very happy with the whole, with, with what they've done and, uh, the show is good. That's all I can say. It is good. If you're a fan of superheroes, you'll love it. If you're not a fan of superheroes, I think you'll really enjoy it because it shows you the dark side of superheroes. Um, and it's just a whole lot of fun. Uh, just keep in mind, it is crazy at some points, very over the top with some things. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's some, there's a little bit of, gore scenes and things like that nothing too bad but you know i mean superheroes don't care so they just you know randomly kill people whatever no big deal you know that, that's how it goes <laughs> but anyway uh the boys is a great show i highly recommend it again giving that one a score i will also give that one a nine out of ten the boys nine out of ten not for the weak heart um so if you can't handle things and you might want to skip it but if uh if you can check it out it's worth watching all right so there you go with that that'll bring us to an end of this review roundup uh of course as always i thank you all for listening i really appreciate it and uh i hope that you are all staying safe out there Hope you're all trying to stay as sane as possible, uh, and I, and I hope you're. I hope you're trying to be well. Um, basically, be excellent to each other. And uh, I think that's the that's the perfect way to put it. So 
until next time, good night, everybody. Party on, dudes! To contact the New England Society of Geeks, you can email us at nesogpod at gmail.com. That's N-E-S-O-G-Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Nesog Podcast. That's N-E-S-O-G Podcast. Find us on Facebook on our New England Society of Geeks podcast page. Follow us on Instagram at Nesog Pod. That's N-E-S-O-G Pod. Finally, if you could find it in your hearts, we would appreciate it if you could give us a rating or possibly a review on wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you and good night. Ah, hello. I see once again you've made it to the end of the episode. And that means it's time for another fun, amazing fact. And of course, this fact comes from the Mental Floss article, 135 Amazing Facts for People Who Like Amazing Facts by Alvin Ward. And this fact is a bit of a sports fact. And it is about the sport of curling, which is a sport that I kind of found a little interesting during the Olympics. And I'd kind of like to little kind of like to learn a little more about and get into a little more. And one of the things I do like about curling is this particular fact here. And that is that in curling, good sportsmanship and politeness are essential. Congratulating opponents and abstaining from trash talk are part of what's known as the spirit of curling. So there you go. That's a pretty cool thing, I think. And maybe uh, the spirit of curling is something that you could use in your regular life as well. Might make the world a better place if we all kind of uh, thought like that. But there you go. There's your fun fact. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, until next time... Take care of yourselves, everybody.